if I were to say what coaching means to me, it's really a way of life. It's interesting. We just had a conversation where Ram said, you know, why would we need to prep right before a coaching session? Um, and I agree. I think our prep for a coaching session is the way that we live. Um, so it's the way that we're communicating with people. It's the way that we're looking to constantly see things from different perspectives. Um, it's the way that we look to be compassionate and, um, and, and really move away from our egos. And so that's um, still a very much an ongoing journey for me, but that is what coaching means to me. Hello everyone, welcome to our webinar, our first webinar of 2023. So good to see you all here. I'm Kiva from Kocharya. Uh, and as you can see, we, we have a lot of faces here today uh, to welcome you all into 2023. Uh, before we begin, a very, very, very happy new year to everyone. Uh, I hope the year has started off really well for all of you. So we'll wait uh, for everyone to trickle in, but I uh, uh, would love to hear from you on where, where you're joining in from. Do share, do, do use the chat box and do share with us uh, where you're joining in from. So, all right. How are you all feeling, Ujwal, Tracy, Smita, Prakash, Komal? I'm feeling great. Uh, thank you, Kiva, and hi, everyone. Very happy new year to everybody. I'm feeling great to be here. Wonderful. Hello, Catherine. You maybe just wait, wait for a few more people to come in. Hi, Nagesh. Nice to see you. Hi, Anuja. Hi, hi, Sri Devi. Nice to have you all here. Hello, Chitwan. All right. I would say I'm feeling uh, like the new year just started today. <laughs> Because before today, it's children's vacations and holidays. It didn't even feel like something new had started. But to see wow. everybody's faces today is uh, is a good reminder. So I'm glad. <laughs> Great. So I think we'll, we'll get started then. So today we wanted to basically uh, start off by sharing with you all all the exciting things that we are bringing to you in 2023. We have a very, very interesting lineup of courses, programs, webinars, different things that we're bringing to you. So we thought we'll get started with our webinar series with just an introduction to all the wonderful things that all the wonderful people here uh, who you can see on the screen and, and, and some more who, who couldn't join us today uh, are bringing to you all. So uh, we're going to be doing the webinar in like smaller parts. So before we get into what the exact courses are in the year ahead and what 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 are the different things we're bringing to you, I thought because we have all, all these wonderful people here with us uh, today, why not get in as much inspiration and soak in as much learning as possible from them? Uh, so make the most of their presence here today. And I think when I had also started my coach training journey, one of the things that I was most, most curious about was to learn about my coach and to learn about what, what got my coach into coaching. Like what, how did it start? Like what, what does coaching mean to my coach? So I thought today would love to hear from all, all our lovely uh, uh, faculty members here today, Prakash, Tracy, Smita, Ujwal, and Komal, uh, 
what what is coaching to you if you could just open up with that broad question so anybody anybody whoever would like to start off i see i see prakash is, is unmuted so maybe i'll <laughs> request prakash to get us started okay <clears throat> i will take the advantage of the technical glitch <laughs> muted anyway so <clears throat> so kiva coaching for me is uh, functionally speaking it's like holding the mirror to to kind of help people see who they are what they are what kind of situation they are in where they want to be you know functionally but uh, for me by intent just being there i have a client i have a coach you know just being there so for intentionally for me it's just just being there that's that's coaching for me wow i think one of the things uh, suram was taking a session for us uh, a while uh, back about uh, eastern philosophies and and its application to coaching and that's the word that he mentioned which which again i think prakash has reiterated the intention that you bring to the space so just just had that resonance thank you prakash uh komal would you like to go next and share with us <laughs> i was hoping i would be spared you <laughs> how did i get into coaching is uh okay so i can only connect a few dots in the past because i'm still to explore the full reason of why i am a coach i don't know yet entirely but if i connect the dots going backwards i've worked in mobility industry for 14 15 years and i knew that i was finding it less and less challenging and uh, because of course after spending so many years in uh, in the same industry you know you get a certain level of expertise to do your work and then i also started to notice some of the loopholes or some of the things which were not quite right about the service offerings for the clients and what wasn't working and what wasn't helping solving the problem and so it all actually started with an idea where uh, uh, all the expats who used to come to india used to get these cross cultural training programs and i was like you know how would you train somebody for uh, getting adapted to a culture all you can tell them about is you know what is india how many states are there what people do what are the cultural norms and wants is something which they can also read in the books or they can also do you know research google these days and so what is the real value like what are you training people about because adapting to a culture requires more than training it requires more of a hand holding it requires to help people explore how coming from a completely different socio cultural background they can make sense of a new culture they are getting to go into and it needs more than training so i had no idea and clue what coaching actually is at that point of time when i started and i thought that you know they need to be coached i didn't know some hunch was inside me that brought this word coach like you need to do these cross cultural coaching instead of training programs having no idea or sense of what really coaching process is anywho i developed that program and my uh, organization sort of supported me and then we started to deliver it that's from where the journey sort of began but i love that interaction with the clients and that clues association and listening to uh their questions and helping them find answers to those questions it was like a, a addiction sort of thing like the the same sort of uh, happiness that you get into any addiction so i was moving more and more towards this kind of work and the other responsibilities started to feel like mundane so after a while i thought okay let me get into coaching that's when i left my job got into coaching and actually figured out the entire universe of coaching so it's happened just by a hunch 
but I think it was a good hunch and I'm glad that I took that leap and came into coaching entirely because ever since I'm sort of learning, evolving, exploring more and more about what coaching really is and how it is also evolving as a career. So that's my connecting dot. Beautiful to hear that, Komal. Thank you for sharing. Anyone would like to go next, Ujwal, if, if you'd like to share with us? Sure, Kiva. So what you asked, what coaching means to me, probably uh, for me right now, I can say that coaching is my life purpose. And what it means to me is that uh, when I'm working with a client, I'm working with them, I'm partnering with them to facilitate, also not the right word, but I'm just using it for ease of uh, meaning. I'm facilitating that process somehow so that they can meet their future self. Because as Dr. Carl Rogers says, that everyone is in the process of becoming the best version of themselves. And how do I work as an enabler? How do I work as a catalyst? remaining as invisible as possible in the process so that a client can meet their best future self. I'm just thinking about 2023 when you said future self, I was suddenly like, wow, like we just had the Thrive session uh, last yeah. month. Uh, yeah. And just trying to connect the dots to oh, beautiful. Thank you, Ujbal. Thank you so much. Most welcome. Smita, Tracy, would you would you like to share? Tracy, as usual, after <laughs> so it always um, a dreams happen. Yeah. Always. Um, sure, I'll break it off. Um yeah, so coaching. Uh, just briefly, how did I get into it? I um, did some coaching in a formal role. And I thought, wow, this is something I'd be really good at to do as, you know, as a, as a career focused, I'm great at giving advice <laughs> and I'm a wonderful listener. And of course I found out that coaching is not about giving advice. And, uh, and I learned very quickly that my listening was at the best, maybe a level two, sometimes a level three level, certainly not at a level four, what we call generative listening. So that was a really eye-opening first part of the journey for me, but also life-changing. And I guess if I were to say what coaching means to me, it's really a way of life. It's interesting. We just had a conversation where Ram said, you know, why would we need to prep right before a coaching session? Um, and I agree. I think our prep for a coaching session is the way that we live. Um, so it's the way that we're communicating with people. It's the way that we're looking to constantly see things from different perspectives. Um, it's the way that we look to be compassionate and, um, and, and really move away from our egos. And so that's um, still a very much an ongoing journey for me, but that is what coaching means to me. Sharing, Tracy, one of the words that came to my mind was healing. Like as you were sharing, like how the transformative experience has been, I, I was just connecting it to how coaching is so healing in ways and it creates uh, a version of you. You know, that's, I think, again, like your future self that's continuously growing. So, yeah, thank you. Smita? Uh, you know, as a child, I think I always uh, uh, love to, and by nature, I, I used to believe in things, in people. Um, and I was always told that, you know, I have patience, I have a lot of patience. Somewhere, uh, you know, life happens and I picked up finance as my career. Uh, I, it almost took me six years to uh, realize that uh, that's not my calling. Uh, it's just about that, you know, for kids, I needed to take a break uh, and take care of them. And that's where I, I realized that, you know, I banking is not my calling. I didn't want to work in a bank again. While I was, uh, you know, trying to understand as to where I want to, uh, you know, which field I would like to now choose, the space just happened. Um, I, I think I didn't choose coaching. 
coaching chose me. Um, my profile was picked up from, uh, there is a portal called Jobs for Her, and I landed up in a, in a coaching institute. And then when I became, uh, you know, with ICF definition of coaching and about, uh, you know, unleashing the personal and, and professional potential, the, the unlimited potential that each of us have is what intrigued me to go deeper into it. And I resonated with it so much so because of my own personal journey where I grew up with some limiting beliefs believing that you know maybe i am not self sufficient knowing little that you know there is some space like coaching which can help one to you know polish that you know surface what's beneath uh, and and help you to kind of hone that skills and believe in your own self so as i started sharing that you know i am a person who believes in other but the it, it was never inwards. It was never for my own self. It was always external. Through this process, I think um, when I started my journey, the change really started with my own self, like uh, the self-coaching. Each of the competencies and each of the learning, I would just, uh, you know, place it with my own beliefs, work on it. And I think somewhere in that journey, the acceptance of the other became much more clearer you know much became much more easy um i think there is never a uh, looking back now and as i'm growing in this journey i have i'm reading recently this book by hasten moon uh, it, it's a beautiful uh, book and and one of uh, the things that i've picked up from there and which even i resonate with it is it's not about about just the questions it's more about how can we listen to the other differently? So I think coaching now is as, you know, as we practice, as we um, experience with each session, it's been evolving. And now I'm realizing more that it's not just about asking questions differently. It's listening differently. I have goosebumps as, as you shared that, Smitha. It was really, really powerful. And oh, I, I really connected with when you said looking inward, you know, and uh, yeah, that, that was very, very, very powerful. Uh, for all the participants who've joined us today, do use the chat box. Uh, I can see Venkateshwaran has shared a question. Uh, we'll just take it up, Venkateshwaran. We also uh, have a question on the Q&A that had come in earlier. So if we could just take that first, how, how language or culture will uh, impace impact cross-country coaching. Uh, Komal, uh, is, is that something uh, I think connected with what I think you had shared a little? Yeah, I, I also wrote an answer to that and which was like, yes, because culture primarily impacts the belief systems that we carry as people, our values, and then eventually our behavior as well, the way we think about world, about ourselves. So it shows up in all our interactions. So when we begin to coach people who come from a different cultural background than us, we just need to be mindful that, you know, what they are saying or what they are presenting could be an influence and outcome from their cultural uh, learnings and backgrounds. So to be more aware of the biases that my, we might have or they might have. But then again, Coaching is such a space where once you become present for the client and develop that sort of a very deeper trust with the client, you learn to connect with ways which are way deeper than the culture. You connect at a very existential level with the other person and it's way deeper and beyond than the culture. So I think uh, the essence is to develop that level of trust that culture doesn't come in the way but you do need to go through that space and hold that bit of a mindfulness and awareness about what could be those cultural nuances oh jewel is smiling quite big 
Okay. Can I add to what uh, Komala so beautifully uh, explained? Okay, so, so what we call who of the person at Kucharya, which consists of uh, beliefs, values, purpose, emotions, energy. So while cultural beliefs and cultural orientations could be different between a coach and a client, or a country like India, even between in one state also, there could be many cultures existing. So all that needs to be respected. However, few things do not change. Okay, so I would like to uh, invite all of you to look at beautiful work done by Paul Ekman. Okay, he is a global leader and global researcher on universality of emotions and micro expressions. So he has studied uh, the emotions triggered on say a Wall Street executive's face when a stock market is going up or down, like uh, a, a red Indian, somebody living in a tribe. So how they also go through emotional ups and downs and how their facial expressions change or not. So as a coach, for you to be able to a good cross-cultural coach, apart from sensitivities that Komal has mentioned, you need to dive deeper into what is appearing beyond what is visible and you need to listen to what is not being said and go deeper into those non-verbal aspects, uh, exploration of emotions, et cetera. And you will find that uh, it's, it's just possible to coach with little more awareness what Komal has mentioned and deeper awareness about emotions and energy. And another thing that doesn't change across the culture is our values. Some of the universal values also don't change across cultures. So when values are violated, that also creates triggers, emotions, etc. So just going at a deeper level, you will find that all human beings are the same. Just you go a little deeper. Thank you, Joel. That's really, really beautiful. That's what I'd explored, just coaching people from different cultural backgrounds, that deep yeah. down, we're all human. Yeah. 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 I think what both Kumal and Uchwal just shared, uh, uh, parts of, I think, the next question kind of is answered. What makes a coach a masterful coach? So... Beautiful. Would would anybody like to add anything onto that? If 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 Tracy Prakash Smita, you'd like to also add something. I have a quick thought about that, and I'm I'm not a master coach, but one of the things that I've had to realize that um, whenever I the only way I've ever progressed in coaching is by not trying to progress <laughs> in, in in a way, and not trying to be anything other than myself. So as soon as I think I need to be something other than who I am, then I am no longer a coach. And so that's just something that um, I, I, I'll share from, for myself. Um, I really have to try to be as invisible in the space as possible and literally just be present. So that's my two cents about that. Swaminathan has shared awareness of culture helps develop the trust and belief between the coach and the coachee. Oh, Prakash, Prakash, you, you wanted to add something to... Yeah. <clears throat> For the question on masterful coach, <clears throat> the thing that is coming up to me right now is you become coach and stay and live as a coach and nothing else. I think that's what is masterful coach. I mean, it's not progressing to something else. It's just about staying there, to continue to stay there. If there is a session for 60 minutes, the whole of 60 minutes to be the coach, I think is masterful coach. Because sometimes there can be distractions. So distractions to be uh, the advisor, distractions to be the problem solver, distra distractions to collude with the emotions of the client, or distractions to go to the past, or fly to the future. I think if 
those things can be eliminated i think that is masterful there is there is no skill though it is called masterful it, it's not a skill that you acquire it's just the being to continue to be the coach the whole of the time that you are with the client that's masterful for me So, can I add yeah. something again, Kiva? Yes, yes, please, please. Okay, so yeah, very well said, uh, Prakash and Tracy. Uh, see, masterful coaching will happen when you get out of your own way. Okay, so in order for you to get out of your own way, you need to be as self-aware as possible because what happens is that when you coach initially, Whatever client is expressing, your brain cannot stop, but process those data points and automatically tries to create judgment. And that judgment will infringe into your inquiry or your questions. So as you develop self-awareness, you know that, okay, this is interfering in my questions. So you eventually work towards developing detachment or you suspend the judgment, okay? Because technically non-judgmental situation is not possible. Judgment will get created automatically, but you can suspend the judgment and ask questions non-judgmentally. So it's a journey that you will go through, but it is purely trainable, purely possible. And any of the Kucharya trainers are skillful at training you to be at that way. Because even at foundation level courses also, what we are teaching at Kochara is masterful coaching. That's the only way we know. So what we have learned, although Tracy has said that I'm not a master coach, but uh, she is a masterful coach. Okay, so even if somebody is joining at a foundation course, what we know at Kochara is to teach only masterful coaching. And I, tell everybody, and I'm sharing with you also, that uh, coaching is actually more than, more than a transaction. It's more spiritual. Okay, so you, you're, even if you're exploring that you want to join a coach training program, it's, it's not something that you are only choosing. It's perhaps universes transpiring that you are called into coaching. Okay. And masterful coach is already present inside you. It's not a destination that you need to achieve. We ju you just need to get out of your own way and provide, we will provide that enablement that a masterful coach comes out. So it's an inside out journey, nothing else. Prakash? Uh, thanks, Ujjwal, uh, for sharing that. that you know, it, coaching is spiritual. Now, it does not mean the, the kind of you know gravity that you know the spirituality that that brings it. But so to say, <clears throat> there was a time in the college that uh, I was an NCC cadet attached to the army. Uh, very different kind of uh, environment that I was exposed to. <clears throat> more of guns, more of survival techniques. I used to be from the adventure side of the army in the mountaineering, uh, rifle training, and uh, whatnot. Yeah, all, all, I've probably tried everything that, that can kill a person. And at that point in time, at that age, I really enjoyed my life. I really thought I was special in the whole of the college. Of 3,000 odd students, I always thought I was special. And when I joined, the corporate, I did some, some good stuff, maybe not, not universally great, but I did some good stuff. Once again, I thought I'm special. And then when I got, when I, I was drawn into training because I thought I could go up on the stage and speak well. And once again, I thought, yeah, this is my life calling. I'm very happy. So guns made me happy. Sales and you know, business development made me happy. Selling a 150 crore loan made me happy. <clears throat> and then training 30, 40 people on you know, some you know, sales product or functional product made me happy. And then today, 
you know, when Kiva you know, was asking the question, you know, what made you coach? You know, slowly from training in the last 10 years, I was slowly drawn into coaching. So it is also reflecting, you know, from if I take last two decades of my journey, coaching is defining who I am today. So for all the people who are attending now, the fact that you are part of this webinar at this hour, in whichever time zone you are in, is that there is something calling you for coaching. Out of so many people out in the world, if you are here, there is something calling you for coaching. I think that's the spiritual connection that coach has with coaching. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I think three and a half years back when I thought of joining coaching, it's not that it was a very informed decision, no research made. Smita agrees with me. It was just one phone call. And, and that's all, just a phone call. In fact, she asked me, do you want to speak to the trainer? I said, why? She's anyway coming to the program. So I don't want to speak to the trainer. So, you know, it, it, coaching is kind of defining who I am today. And probably, you know, that's the spiritual calling. Thanks, Ujjum. Beautifully shared, Prakash. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, uh, I think we have a question on the QA. I think, Ujwal, uh, you're taking, taking up uh, uh, the question. Okay, great. Thank you. So, uh, wow, I'm just listening, soaking in all that you all just shared right now and just feeling very grateful to be. Before we can yes. move on, I just wanted to share something on that masterful question which is posed to yes. us. Yes, I think yes. what Prakash said and what Ujwal said, I think combining both of them, first, just knowing uh, who is a coach, what coaching is about. And then when Prakash said, when you can be like that for the entire period of time with a client in a conversation without sort of losing your grounding, without getting taken away by the concerns of what is happening. And then I think, it's, it's exactly like you will master any other trait or any other skill in your life. Just the way you will become a masterful artist, you know, you'll perfect your scores, you will be present for your art form uh, completely and you will slowly and gradually sort of remove every inner interference that comes in your way. And I would like to take the example from within the coaching uh, uh, who's this author who, um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name, but you would remember, uh, who taught to tennis by the way of removing that inner... Timothy Galloway. Yes, Timothy Galloway. So taking example from Timothy Galloway, you become masterful in anything by practicing it more and more in the right manner in a way that all these internal resistances within us sort of drop. And what Ujjwal mentioned about, you know, when you uh, develop the ability to suspend your judgment and be present for other person is like taking care of that inner interference. So those inner interferences that come in the coaching space are all mental and, uh, you know, mind originated. So becoming a masterful coach, I think is just, uh, learning to completely drop off those inner resistances and be present entirely what Prakash has said so that's all I wanted to say thank you Komal I think um, Swami Nathan has also written a comment here just read one article by Halprin which states about four levels of awareness physical mental emotional and spiritual a master coach is at a spiritual awareness level So moving on to the next part, uh, bringing in the courses uh, for, for, for you all in 2023. Uh, this has been really, really exciting. Uh, Cindy and uh, Smita particularly have worked uh, to, to uh, share, to put together uh, the different interesting combinations and uh, courses that we're bringing to you. And so we wanted to use this space uh, to hear from the faculty members who are going to be leading these courses uh, based on the specializations that they have so that we can learn from them about 
what what's what's the specialization what what is unique about it and hear from them on their outlook so uh, we'll have the coaching foundation courses, we'll have the advanced courses, but for each of those, there is a specialization. Uh, so from Eastern philosophy to ontology, to coaching leaders, NLP neurolinguistic, uh, 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 oh, sorry, I forgot the, what was the neurolinguistic? Programming, programming. Programming, sorry about that. Yes, neurolinguistic programming to mindfulness, beyond mindfulness. Uh, and a lot of our corporate projects as well. So uh, each of our faculty members here uh, brings in uh, that unique learning uh, to this to a particular course. Uh, and we have a lot more courses in the year ahead, but uh, we'll just focus specifically on quarter one uh, right now. So with, with quarter one, we're actually starting out with our foundation with Komal. Uh, on Eastern philosophies and its application to coaching with a coaching foundation and an advanced uh, course, both happening in January. So uh, Komal, uh, is it okay if you could share a little about uh, the program with us? What's, what's, what's special about your program? And uh, for everybody who's joining in, please do share uh, any questions, any thoughts that come up for you so uh, the faculty members can take them up as well as they come. Yeah. Over to you, Komal. Yeah. Thank you so much. So like I said, it just happened by chance, by a hunch that I got into coaching. But what really sort of connected me to coach Arya and coaching practice is the inclusion of the Eastern philosophy or what we call as ancient wisdom. Because I'm born and brought up in India and grew up in such an environment where did not have much clear awareness of all of those Vedas, Upanishads. But we've heard quite a lot of, you know, in, in our common languages, quite a lot of sayings from the elders, which made quite a lot of sense, which made a lot of practical sense. And especially when I started the coaching journey and got through this ICF core competencies and then EMCC competency models, then realized that a whole lot of what is asked from coaches uh, in terms of what competencies they should have become very simple to understand and grasp when you approach them from that ancient wisdom traditions. And personally, for me, that has been very, very helpful. So uh, like we say, like there, the ultimate truth is one, but there are so many different pathways to approach that. So my foundation program, um, where I try and include uh, the certain uh, parts of what we learn from the ancient wisdom tradition, <clears throat> is basically to try and uh, bring a more larger and a better understanding of how we can grasp all, all of these competencies and how we can practice coaching uh, coming from those, uh, bringing in the ideas from those uh, ancient wisdom traditions. And uh, so the program does involve uh, giving awareness about and practicing uh, the coaching process as is specified by ICF, but reflecting and exploring this process and journey through the lens of uh, those uh, ancient wisdom techniques. So it's a very specific, a very particular lens, which includes a lot of philosophical inquiries that we are going to make and a lot of practices that we would involve. Basically, we'll be toying and playing with a lot of different ideas and observing a lot of self-reflection and observing as to how these sit and how they are sort of helping us getting a better understanding of who's a whole person, how can we be present? What is the nature of mind? How does it come in the way? And you know, then what is required for us? So basically what we've been talking about the masterful um, coaching practice, it's basically learning the ways to be masterful right from the get-go. So it's not like, like, okay, first let me learn to stand and then I'll learn to stand perfectly well, that comes by practice, but you just learn to stand in the right manner with the correct posture. That's what we're just trying to do with 
bringing in the ancient wisdom traditions. Thank you, Komal. If, if anybody has any questions, then please uh, uh, do share them here. And Komal, you can take them up if, if they do come up. Uh, uh, Ujwal, would you like to uh, take up uh, uh, the next ones with, with your courses? Yeah, thank you, Kiva. And uh, absolutely wonderful. Uh, can I join one of your programs? I would love that, Ujwal. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Great. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm looking for some you know some discount that Kiva is not offering. So I'm negotiating <laughs> with her, and maybe if I can if I, I can afford, I'll join her program. So okay. Yeah. So uh, so in in my my program. So just to tell you a little bit, uh, this is the eleventh year of my coaching practice, and. Uh, I eat, breathe, sleep, drink, coaching in non-alcoholic dough. So for me, uh, I'm an executive leadership coach and I coach across the globe. So you will get that flavor in my courses about how to coach in organization if you are an internal coach or how do you coach uh, if you're an external coach to especially to corporate executives, leadership transitions, how do you manage uh, people who are taking new roles? And also, how do you deal with that masterfully? So we also use a lot of other tools and techniques to help you coach uh, various uh, clients who are in different corporate situations. Okay, And I don't need to specify what those corporate situations are. Many of you are from corporate backgrounds, so you would know. Okay, somebody is not happy with the job, somebody is not happy with the boss, somebody is not happy with this, somebody wants to acquire a new skill, there are some challenges around it. So understand this, that coaching is a wonderful change management or transition management tool. So anybody who is at point A and they want to go to point B, or they are at orbit A and want to go to next orbit, which is orbit B, coaching can wonderfully facilitate that journey which client has to undertake, but coach can be a great partner. So we, apart from uh, you know, the coaching technique, coaching processes or competencies, which is again, Kocharya's differentiator, that uh, none of our coaches are worried about passing coach knowledge assessment because core competencies is uh, at, I mean they are they are at the heart of our coach areas uh, training culture so you will learn core competencies as life competencies okay and apart along with that uh, how do you use some of the various psychological approaches like uh, you know like test out like REBT like appreciative inquiry like situational leadership, like systemic coaching, systemic approach, like theory U. Kocharya also has a beautiful systemic team coaching process, which is speed. So we learn a bit about that as well. And ultimately, we also work a lot around practicing coaching on live situations. So we invite you to bring the live situations that you have faced yourself or others have faced and you want to discuss it. So a lot of case study based approach that we use because uh, since I have come from the field into the class and also I'm uh, practicing every day my coaching. So what you will learn from me is going to be completely experiential and anything and everything that can be immediately applied when situation demands. So, 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 we say that theory and practice, but we say that in, in my class, you will learn to practice more, which is backed by theory. So anything and everything which can directly be applied into live work and life situations. Another, another warning from me is that I'm also known for launching a lot of missiles, although I am not in Russia, but uh, launch a lot of missiles of uh, you know books, references, videos, learning articles, all of that. And that credit goes to 
my lifelong mentors and teachers, that is Kucharya founder Ram and Kucharya training director Cindy, from whom I have learned how to keep myself updated and also share a lot of references democratic, democratically with all my learners so that uh, you can do much better than you have anticipated for yourself. Okay. And one more last thing from my side is that what you also learn, what we generally cover as extra, uh, maybe some hours that are needed, but I'm happy to invest that. But if you're an independent coach and looking to set your coaching practice, how, what I have learned over last 11 years as an, as an independent coach, what, what can lead to success, especially what cannot lead to success. So how do you set up your coaching practice? How do you build your brand? How do you, you know, start making a good amount of money and what are efforts needed for that? All those kind of stuff also that we discuss. Okay, so yeah. And uh, if anybody is willing to learn more, I'm happy to address on one-on-one -on -one as well. But yeah, I'm in a great company. Tracy, Prakash, Smita, Umal, they are, they are great facilitators. So you can come to any one of us and you are guaranteed to get an amazing learning experience. Thank you, Joel, for giving that holistic view as well for all of us. Uh, Prakash, would you like to take up NLP, Neurolinguistic Programming? Uh, thanks, Neva. <clears throat> so, uh, I have been an NLP practitioner first, even before I got into uh, training. And even before I got into coaching. So when I say practitioner, <clears throat> what I mean is not practicing techniques, but then practicing ways of NLP in, in some of my life situations. For example, when I ran my first marathon, uh, 42 kilometers, I think more than the training, the practice that I had done, in fact, I'd done very less practice. So what came to my rescue was NLP. So training the brain to actually finish the race. I know I finished last. I wish one day I will write a book on that. How, how happy I am for finishing the race last, but having learned so much from that race. Six hours and 52 minutes I was on the trail to finish 42 kilometers. I was dead by the finish line but I wanted to come to the finish line. So, you know, getting, getting things uh, done for myself using NLP techniques, you know, small, small things, you know, how can I reframe things? So if somebody is speaking to me, are they speaking to me in visual or auditory or kinesthetic mode? What is their representation system? In fact, I remember attending an interview where Chief of HR is speaking to me, and I'm actually analyzing whether that person is speaking to me in which representation system. I'm actually not giving the interview. I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing what's happening. So it, it, it had gone so much into me that it had become how I actually think on a daily basis. In fact, when I was in the session with Ram and metaphors came along, I did mention that probably metaphors is the way that, I, that I'm thinking every day in my life. Yeah. So what is NLP for benefit of all of you is we all have patterns of how we think and how we do things. And NLP is the art and science of unlocking those patterns or unlocking those unconscious patterns or unpacking those unconscious patterns. So when client is speaking to us and interestingly, when somebody asks, you know, if there is difference in culture and all of that is a pattern, the way Tracy feels happy. There is a there is a pattern to how Tracy feels happy. So when client is speaking, probably client is speaking to you the pattern and the neurological level at which they are speaking. So understanding that and then responding to them at the neurological level is about you know bringing NLP to the coaching conversation. So it's not more about technique. I I don't believe too much into techniques. I know there are a lot of magical things that NLP can do. A lot of people would have got exposed to that side of NLP. 
and there is also one big school of you know modeling the you know big school which is which talks about modeling which is fantastic not not very uh, <clears throat> very useful in terms of coaching but what is useful uh, in 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 the way it, you can you know use in coaching is in the coaching conversation how can you relate to their map of the world where are they coming from in the neurological sense and respond to them at the neurological level when we speak about four levels of listening at the generative listening it's about listening to their neurological level are they speaking from the values are they speaking from the identities are they speaking from the purpose are they speaking from the capabilities the linguistic expressions behind everything that they are sharing all of that can be useful so while we are dealing with the core competencies we are you know doing all that you know icf prescribes this, this comes in as little handy when you are trying to understand the the decline at the neurological level and of course having set up my own business 10 years back and you know whatever I've, whatever we are doing for the last 10 years globally the kind of coaching that we are doing one of the things that uh, generally i tell all the all the you know coach learners is that day one you need to go out and you know publish yourself that you are the coach it's not that you know you wait for some certificate and then you say that you know start your business you are, it, it's not about business per se but you become the coach when you decide to become the coach you don't become the coach when somebody certifies you thank you thank you prakash thank you so much for sharing uh tracy can we have you uh share with us uh the the foundation courses uh, and also the short program that that you'll be doing with us in this quarter yeah i'll start with the foundation course because it, it connects to the um short program so the foundation program is going to be bringing in a lot of the the concepts and um i would say the lens i i, I really love the way that you use that word comal because that's really what it is the lens that, uh, the lenses that we're looking at in beyond mindfulness and beyond mindfulness is the short program that um that i run and um it it goes through several components and i'll touch uh i'll touch on them here but starting from intentionality right so looking at intention um and looking at intention from the perspective of motivation and then also looking at intention from the perspective of like a pure intention intention sort of what what is what are we wanting to bring forward what are the clients looking to take forward and all of this is looking at it from the perspective of how we can grow and develop as human beings as coaches and then also how we can hold the space for our clients to do the same um so we're, when we're looking at intentionality it's from that dual perspective um and then we look at um some sensory awareness exploration. So really looking at sensations, emotions, and thoughts, which is really something that we at Coach Aria teach in all of our programs um, and getting deep into to some of the somatic experiences of what that means, really exploring how the energies are showing up within us um, and looking at how we can get in touch with our own energies. And then also as to how we can explore that with the client. Um, and from there, getting into the emotions and the thoughts that are arising. Um, and then we look at uh, autonomy and relatedness. So autonomy really being around keep, you know, not having an external locus of a control, <laughs> really being able to take ownership, really being able to take some personal leadership in our lives and also inspire that in our clients as well. Um, and then relatedness. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a bit of a um, a bookend, right? So um, in in a sense, we are nothing if we're not connected to others. And so that really is where that systemic view comes in. Really looking at the connections that we have with others, and really like exploring how we can see that everyone's really coming from. A positive intent, even if if it's manifesting in a, in a negative way, 
Um, and that sort of leads into compassion and how we can be more compassionate, um, how we can really, as coaches, process some of the really intense emotions that'll come up with clients um, and not part of being compassionate is actually being open to suffering, not turning away from that. So being able there to hold the space for them without getting personally sort of pulled into the well, as Cindy would say. <laughs> um, and then uh, I'll, I'll just quickly, because I realize I'm, I'm we're, we're close to our time here, but also um, the question of who am I? So looking at the ego, looking at how that shows up in coaching, looking how that shows up for us as coaches and also and, and for clients as well, right? And looking at a non-identification with that. And then finally, the creative expression that we have when we're really looking at a very systemic point of view and system meaning, meaning anything from, from organizational to family to you know, just two humans interacting. So that's the that's the process of um, beyond mindfulness, and and it would be explored in a short program, but in the foundation program, really looking at it um, as a lens to all of the competencies and the coaching competencies and how that's showing up in conversations and also very much in personal reflections as well. We, uh, I think, heard about a lot of lot of courses that we are bringing to you all in, in the first quarter. And uh, apart from the courses that uh, the faculty members just shared about, uh, we also have uh, courses on ontology and coaching ecosystem, uh, having an organizational uh, coaching foundation lens. Uh, I've just shared the link as well to our events calendar that will give you details about each of the programs if, if you'd like to read more about them. Uh, we also have Dasmita, uh, and uh, I really, really wanted her to come in today to share with you all uh, also a lot about our corporate projects that we've been doing. Uh, so, Smita, over to you uh, uh, to share with us about that. Thank you, Kim. Um, so, over the past two, two and a half years, uh, we've seen a different world and seen a different world in the workplace. Uh, and in the past two years, we've been getting multiple inquiries uh, from organizations uh, about, you know, how we can support, how Kocharya can support, how Kocharya programs can support the leaders uh, internally. So um, I'll just go into the details. Uh, but before that, there was a question on, uh, you know, coaching and mentoring and, and Ujwal answered that just adding one more point to that is, is saying that by you know being a coaching institute we are not demeaning by any ways the other modalities which are very close to coaching like therapy and and mentoring so whenever the need of uh, you as a leader to wear the hat of a mentor you would and and coaching would be slightly different than what mentoring would be uh, now coming to uh, you know the corporate programs that kocharya offers um, we um, with the experience of these two years now, we see multiple, uh, you know, inquiries in terms of the leaders to be as coaches. The leaders can be as coaches and, and develop that coaching mindset, not to replace their managerial role totally as a, as a coach, but knowing as to, you know, uh, when to wear the hat of a leader and when to wear the hat of a, uh, of a coach. We try and understand, we customize the program. So we try and understand the goals and the vision and, and the challenges that the companies are, are facing and their requirement. And we customize our programs according to that. Yeah, uh, many in the panel uh, today, we have, uh, you know, collaborated and designed programs uh, for corporates. So just in case you or, uh, you know, any of your known connects uh, uh, friends, family members in corporates feel the need of introducing coaching as a leadership enhancing skill, uh, please do reach out to us. Um, we, we, we can share with you the brochure and other details are also there on the website. Yeah, with that said, um, Ujwal, would you like to, uh, Ujwal and I have been partnering a lot in order to understand, uh, uh, you know, with the companies as to what their needs are, what specifically would they want uh, in terms of uh, enhancing the leadership skills. Broadly, just one more second, Ujwal, and I'll hand over uh, to you, 
the, we have broadly identified, you know, three buckets uh, in which these competencies for organizations fall. And it starts with self uh, and then the team. And ultimately, we see that when the leaders work, work on themselves and work with their teams, that helps in leading the organizations. So lead self plus lead teams is it, and, and that leads to, you know, leading the helps to lead the organization. So we kind of, you know, um, use the coaching ICF core competencies as well, and then blend that to their, to the organization leadership principles or their internal, you know, values and, and make it very much, um, you know, they resonate it when, when it is customized to their company requirements. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Ujul, over to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll just add uh, one bit to that, uh, which is, uh, you know, so this leader as coach program and the corporate coaching solutions that we have for individuals, teams, and also systemic team coaching. Uh, also, we have one more beautiful program, and uh, the architect, the architect of that program, is here, which is Tracy Smitha and the team for emerging leaders for middle management. We also have a great program called Leading with the Coaching Mindset. Okay, because sometimes coaching as a tool will work in many situations, but not all. Mentoring as a tool will work in many situations, but not all. But having a coaching mindset and applying that in various difficult, challenging, or thriving situations for leaders at all levels, this is a great program. Okay, so uh, we, we have solutions for entry-level, mid-level, and also senior-level leadership uh, programs, and uh, we'll be happy to serve you. And uh, we say that we are the process owners, so uh, if your intent is genuine to work on your company culture, and also along with that, our process expertise matches, so what you get as an output is a great culture and less stressful work environment. Thank you so much, Ujwal, and thank you so much, everyone, for sharing all 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 that you're bringing uh, uh, to the uh, to everybody in 2023. It's definitely a really really diverse mix of things. And for any of you uh, who've joined us today, if, if you are interested or if you know of somebody who might find this interesting, do write to us at support at kocharya.com, and we'll be happy to take up any of your queries, any questions that you have. Uh, but today we wanted to just. Uh, get started with 2023 uh, by bringing to you all, all our faculty members who inspire us each day and who've brought in such unique and interesting concepts uh, for all of us to learn uh, from. So thank you so much for joining in today, all of you. Really, really grateful to you. Uh, just before we close out, there's just a small announcement regarding our webinars, which we'll also be putting out uh, on all our social uh, media platforms as well. So you can follow us there, either on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, wherever wherever you are so in 2023 uh, we are uh, enhancing uh, uh, how we are looking at our webinars and bringing about some small shifts in 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 the structure so initially we had uh, until last year we had webinars every wednesday from 9 to 10 p.m like we did today but we're going to be making a change uh, we're going to have two webinars uh, uh, in the month, which will happen on uh, Wednesdays, uh, but we're going to have the rest of the webinars, three more that we are bringing to you, uh, three more tracks that we are bringing to you on different days, uh, different dates, uh, and different timings, so that we can reach uh, our global audience. Because I think there are a lot of people who've, who've expressed interest and have wanted to be part of webinars, but uh, because of our fixed timing, we've been able to cater only to to, uh, to specific people. So we hope to reach many, 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 many more of you. Uh, by bringing in this uh, this edition, the three more tracks that we're bringing in, uh, apart from uh, the very very popular program uh, webinars by Cindy and Ram that we have, uh, so for future of coaching for Ram is something we're going to continue with. Uh, Cindy's program on masters in coaching. Uh, these two are the ones that are going to happen on Wednesdays. For the others, we're bringing in a track on our alumni uh, who we uh, who inspire us each day by the, by doing the work that they do in the coaching community so we're going to have a space where we're going to learn a lot about their work and the impact that they are creating uh, we're going to have a track where we're going to hear from our faculty about coaching and uh, emotional uh, 
intelligence or any 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 specific practices that we follow uh, be it with the eastern and the western philosophies that uh, kocharya brings in and we're going to have another track where we're going to get in other uh, people from other sectors who we can learn from because i think as as a community we coaching is something that that aligns with every every sector in in ways and the impact can only grow uh, by by learning from each other so we'd like to create a space where we can also welcome other sectors to come and share their learnings with us so a lot of these shifts coming in uh, and we are really excited to bring these to you and we hope you will join us for these webinars uh, but do do uh, follow us for all the updates that we'll bring to you and we'll make sure that we, we keep you updated on the timings the dates of the webinars so everyone can join us so thank you so much everyone once again and wish you all a very 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 happy new year uh, thank you to all our faculty members for joining us today thank you so much hi everyone thank you kiva thank you so much everyone the best. Okay. Bye. bye thank you so much bye, bye. thank you everyone thank bye, you. bye bye, bye.